As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com. KFI AM 640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Yeah, we'll be joined later on this hour by L.A. County Deputy D.A. John Hatami. John has been on the show many times the past few years uh, in regards for two reasons. He's been the prosecutor in the cases of children who died at the hands of the parents, uh, either the mother and a live-in boyfriend or their actual parents. Uh, he will join us because he's running for L.A. County D.A. He would like to replace George Gascon in next year's election. Just uh, made that announcement to today. We'll talk to him in about 30 minutes. Alex Stone is coming on because he's on top of the one of the most important cases that's it is. riveting the nation. <laughs> and that's whether Gwyneth Paltrow ran into a 76-year-old optometrist, Terry Sanderson, on the ski slopes, or Sanderson ran into her. Hmm. And that's what it's all about. It, I mean, it totally it could not be more he said, she said than than that. And uh, you two very clear sides with one side saying that she was at fault. She did it. She was out of control. She was dangerous. And the other side saying, no, he was out of control. He was dangerous. That this is a money grab and, and nothing more than that. The, the testimony, the this is a testimony going on right now. That They're in court uh, in Utah right now. And the attorneys a little while ago said, uh, they probably need about an hour each uh, tomorrow for closing arguments, and then the jury will decide. Two-week-long trial, and it's going to come down to, does Gwyneth Paltrow, does she have to pay Terry Sanderson $300,000 for permanent brain damage, broken ribs, cognitive uh, issues that he says he's had after all of this? And today, her uh, witnesses have been getting up, doctors saying, no, that the crash wasn't that bad, that everything he's claiming of permanent brain damage and everything else, no way. 
This doctor got up and said this. Plaintiff suffered at most a mild concussion from the collision occurring on 2-26-2016. Yeah, by the way, it's 2016 in, in Utah, Deer Valley Ski Resort. Paltrow has been in court every day of the trial. It's taken uh, seven years for this to get yeah, to the Yeah, to get trial? to this point. And in most cases like this, they probably would have settled. But Paltrow says he's only doing this because of who I am. He wants my money. So they haven't settled. He wants $300,000. Paltrow could do that. But she says that this is a total abuse by him trying to, that he was at fault, trying to turn it around because she's famous and, and take her money. So she's been standing firm. She says that, that he's the one who crashed into her. Mr. Sanderson categorically hit me on that ski slope. And that is the truth. And then he testified the total opposite. I got hit in my back so hard. Serious, serious smack. Never been hit that hard, and I'm flying. I'm absolutely flying. And today came down to what is his mental state? Does he have cognitive issues? But again, um, both of them are claiming they got hit from behind. Yes. Both of them are saying the same thing. Her team has a uh, animation that they've been showing the jury, showing them kind of doing S-turns, going down, and then they come together. But he's behind her and slams into the, the back of him. She said that she thought right off the bat... She was being sexually assaulted. Of course. There was a man on top of her, up against her backside, right. uh, moaning and making weird noises. And <laughs> in the middle of a ski slope. In the she middle of a ski slope. Because he was hurt. He was making noises, yeah. Well, that's what he said. That that's the reason why uh, he was making the, the grunting and, and groaning noises no, as no, he was on, on top of her. No video? No witnesses? There's no video of it. And everybody on each side says, well, we didn't see that moment. Uh, so the ski instructor who was with her family, he says, I was looking away. The, the friend of, of Terry Sanderson says, well, I was like 40 feet away. I didn't really see it. Paltrow said. I said, you skied directly into my effing back. And he said, oh, sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. So they're saying because he said sorry, sorry, that he knew he was at fault. He says, no, I was just in shock that I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what had just gone on. Terry, did you cause the ski collision with Miss Paltrow? Absolutely not. And then there's a the whole thing about, I guess you're supposed to exchange information if you get into a ski accident like you would if you <laughs> crashed your car. Mm. That They're mad that she got up and left and swore him off. She admits that she was angry and yelling at him and that she says she thought her assistant was taking care of all of it or somebody else in the group. He says <laughs> that she just she took off and everybody said that was Gwyneth Paltrow. And he said, I had no idea who she was. I didn't know. She said in court he knew exactly who I was. And that's what this is all about. So it's been about skier code of conduct, who had the right of way, who was higher up on the the uh, on the run. This was a green beginners run where they're both pretty good skiers, but coming down at the end when you're in with everybody well, else. If and they it's don't have video out. and they don't have a witness who saw that moment, then who the hell knows? Well, the jury's going to have to decide. And this that's is all a about jury? the witnesses. What's yeah, that? It's a jury it's trial. It's got a, a civil jury trial. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. So the maybe this would there. be before a judge. They got a full jury for this thing, huh? Yep, and they're wow. listening to all these witnesses right now. We're all expert in their experts in their field talking about well, they they hit here. The his cognitive ability is this. It, it, it was or it wasn't caused by this crash. But he claims and his family claims that his mind is nowhere near what it used to be before. They say Gwyneth Paltrow so, ran into him. He was about 70 when he got hit, right? He's yeah, right around now. there, 69, I think. And she didn't get hurt at all? No. I mean, she said she was shaken up and couldn't believe what had gone on, but but she got up and went down and 
I think she said she went into the lodge and, and thought that it wasn't now, that big of a deal. She's also suing him to get her attorney fees. Yeah, for $1 and attorney's fees. That mm. she says she wants to make the point she is countersuing that this is a bunch of bull and that he's only coming for her money. Do we mm. know if this jury knew who it was that uh, was going to be on trial here or... When they were being picked, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, when they were being picked, I don't yeah. know. I guess they have any fans of... Uh, Are there any Gwyneth Paltrow fans? I'm sure that was asked when she they were... She sells. Uh, her stuff sells. There's got to be. I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, there's yeah. a Goop, Goop store. That. There's yeah. a Goop store uh, on the west side. I- I've been to there's it. There's a store? Yes, in the... I thought uh, it was just online crap. No, what's the name? Deborah? what's the name of that... Uh, Probably it's, Goop. Right on the... Cent- no, it, yeah, it is Goop. <laughs> but I mean, there's there's a larger shopping center there. Oh, so, I don't so know. The, 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 market, the Brentwood thing on... Uh, oh, yeah, I don't know the name, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I know exactly where it is. Because I go there uh, multiple times for a lot of reasons. They have a lot of shops and small restaurant food things. And I actually hang out like a creeper and watch the women go into goop because I want to see what kind of woman buys oh, goop from Goody Paltrow. Oh, they're they're strange. No, they're I mean exactly you. what you would think. Oh, me? Yeah, no, that is weird. I haven't gotten in goop, though. I just watch uh, just sit there what and kind watch. of woman go in there. Then how long is this supposed to continue on for? Uh, so it's been going. This is the second week. Uh, they think tomorrow, closing arguments, uh, about an hour each side, and then up to the jury. If they can get it done tomorrow, otherwise maybe Friday, and then uh, jurors will have to decide. Okay, thank you very much for that report. You got it. Thanks, guys. It's Alex Stone, ABC News for KFI. Oh, I was wrong. I thought it was Colorado. It was Utah is where this uh, civil trial involving uh, Gwyneth Paltrow is taking you. If you wonder what happened to her, we haven't heard much from her lately, but she's been testifying. Uh, it's a ski collision that she had with an older man. The Brentwood Country Mart. Her. Yeah, that's it. The Brentwood Country Mart. There's a goop store. There's a goop store. It's the only goop store I've ever seen. So, I'm, so uh, I can go in there and see this uh, rectal ozone therapy machine? Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I think they'll give <laughs> Unless you Unless it's yeah. only online. I, I think they'll give you a shot right there. <laughs> I think you have to go to a, a special clinic. I don't no, they have, just... they have mysterious little rooms in the back of the store. Get a and gift ozone. card. You could buy the, the vaginal eggs. Mm. And, and the vagina candle. And <laughs> we, actually, we actually sent that to a friend as a joke birthday gift. You did? Yes. <laughs> Oh, I must have appreciated that. <laughs> All right, coming up uh, later on this hour, we're going to be talking to uh, longtime Los Angeles County Deputy DA John Hatami. 17 years in the office, and he's decided to challenge his boss. He would like to knock out George Gascon as L.A. County DA in next year's uh, uh, race, which begins with a primary next March. Uh, we'll talk to him after 2.30. But when we come back, we have a story involving Gascon, which is a little weird. And, of course, uh, it's a case he's proud of. He's going after police officers. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. I put in a rush request for brand new audio for you, John. I'm hoping it can be ready in a couple of minutes. A huge celebrity endorsement for Gwyneth Paltrow. Somebody recorded a video where they support Gwyneth Paltrow in her case involving the ski collision in Utah. How would they know? It's four and a half minutes long, so I'm working on it right now. Uh, just give me any 20 seconds or 30 okay. seconds. You don't have to worry about four and a half minutes. Uh, well, how would they know? Well, how would they know? They, oh, I'm glad you asked. They had a collision on the same exact run, Park City, Utah, uh, this uh, ski resort. Uh, this person says that they had a collision on that course. They understand that accidents happen, and they're taking Gwyneth's side. 
Uh, this person said they collided into a woman not once but twice on that same run and that these things happen and you just have to accept that. So the retired optometrist who's suing just has to understand that collisions on ski hills happen. You get oh, it? So just suck up that brain injury. Stop yes. complaining. All right, just play any 30 seconds, uh, Eric, if you can. Uh, hey, Twitter world, it's me, yours truly. No! Well, this morning I'm doing my normal scrolling through sports and through uh, the news uh, channels. No. And on one of the news channels, they were talking about Gwyneth Patro and her lawsuit Patro. Uh, from the skiing accident I guess she had uh, at Deer Valley. And I'm thinking, yeah, Deer Valley got some pretty narrow runs. Uh, and I was thinking about my experience at, <laughs> at Deer Valley. I had a friend named Alan, and he owned a couple of properties up there. So uh, Nicole and I, we went skiing up Look there. Look talking skiing about the woman you killed. At this point, I was a pretty good skier. I had started skiing with a number of downhill racers, so I was totally into speed. So I'm flying down this run. Do people watch at this? At the last I mean... minute. This lady oh, is imagine they do two hundred twenty-eight thousand views on Twitter. Is that right? Comes all the way. He does release these every now and, and then crash. to comment on the news. Is what he's doing now. The OJ show. Yeah, he recently weighed in on the Alex Murdaugh case too. So, <laughs> although he weighed in, he thought Murdaugh was going to beat the case. That didn't happen. But uh, <laughs> no, no. OJ su supporting Gwyneth Paltrow and saying that you know accidents happen. People collide. I collided when I was what? there with what? the the wife I killed. Well, that is brilliant logic, isn't it? Yeah, nice. There you go. I did he you, say, we haven't heard from OJ he in a while. He was there with his wife. He did. Yeah, he mentioned Nicole. Yeah, he didn't hear by Nicole. I, no, I was so shocked it was him. Yes, he mentioned Nicole I, by I, name. Yes. <laughs> no. Oh yeah. Well, he has to carry on as if someone what? else killed her. Play that again. You know. Hold on, I want to hear that. Oh, all right. I'm sorry, I missed it. Just the beginning. And through uh, the news uh, channels. And on one of the news channels, they were talking about Gwyneth Patro and her lawsuit uh, from the skiing accident, I guess she had uh, at Deer Valley. And I'm thinking, yeah, Deer Valley got some pretty narrow runs. Uh, and I was thinking about my experience at, <laughs> at Deer Valley. I had a friend named Alan, and he owned a couple of properties up there. So uh, Nicole and I, we went skiing. Ah! And I had yeah, Nicole ah, and I went skiing there. <laughs> Sick. You remember Nicole? <laughs> I slit no. her throat. Yeah. <laughs> I nearly beheaded her with that big knife. You remember Killed Nicole? Killed Ron Goldman, too. No. Oh, my God. He is such a psycho. No shame. What right. a psycho. What is, what is that noise he made? Uh, uh. You know what's weird? <laughs> I had a dream the other night that we were back in 1995 doing the show and the OJ trial was going on. And I woke up and I wondered for a moment if it was 1995 again. Doesn't that sound like the plot for a movie? Yeah. Yeah. And I walk in there and you think I'm nuts because I'm going, is this really 1995? And we, I'm walking around in 2023 as far as I know. And we know he's going to be acquitted and we've got to do something to stop that. Oh, that, I see. So you're a part of this too. I that's see. That's right. Okay. That's, that's, what, that's what the movie would be. That's a good movie. I think if there was a movie like that called uh, Frequency, I think. Oh, that's oh, one that the, the kid and his and his father. Yeah, uh, they was communicate. A firefighter. Right, and, the father died. Right, died. Yeah, but the kid in, picks him up on a, some sort of time uh, warp radio right, thing. Or yeah, yeah, and then and then has to uh, then directs him on how to avoid getting uh, getting killed. Oh, getting killed in the fire. Oh, Something right. like that, yeah. It was a long time. We'd have ago. to reach the jurors. I don't know what we would do to figure that out, right? <laughs> Kidnap them. <laughs> <laughs> we have to. <laughs>
All right. Well, we're going to be talking to Jonathan Atami in a few minutes. Uh, he is a deputy DA who has announced he would like to unseat George Gascon as L.A. County DA. There's another George Gascon development, which is making the news. He has filed criminal charges against seven CHP officers and a nurse. There was a man who was pulled over for a DUI in 2020. One CHP sergeant and six patrol officers are now facing a count of involuntary manslaughter and one felony count of assault under the color of authority. That carries a maximum sentence of four years. A registered nurse, nurse has been charged with a count of involuntary manslaughter. The man's name is Edward Bronstein, 38-year-old from Burbank. He was pulled over on the 5 freeway, suspicion of DUI. So they brought him to the CHP station in Altadena, where he would not submit to a blood test. The allegation is they forced him to comply during the extended struggle. He used the line, I can't breathe. According to the complaint, no officers helped him. The family filed a wrongful death lawsuit against the CHP. And now we have criminal charges against the officers and I guess the nurses involved in trying to take the blood. Gascon said the officers had a legal duty to Mr. Bronstein. He was in their custody. We believe they failed their duty and their failure was criminally negligent, causing his death. Now, I don't know how warranted this criminal case is yet, but you know that it's been the goal of George Gascon to prosecute police officers wherever and whenever he can. And I think he's had some difficulty because there are a number of cases uh, that it looked like he was going to pursue and nothing ever came of them. Channel 7 has a package and they run the video. I guess they got it from the attorney. Oh, of him saying, I can't breathe. Yeah, yeah, and they have him pinned to the ground. And you could hear him shouting, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. And uh, they don't seem to care. This is like the George Floyd case is what they're trying to say. Well, I, I'm looking at it right now again, and it it's hard to tell. It just doesn't look good for the cops, that's all. And he's not Thanks a black man, I, by the way, in case no. you're curious, right? He's not, I don't believe he's No, the, he's not. The, the man that died. No. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at the video, too, right now. He's on his knees. Yeah, and, uh, and, and then the video jumps to where he's, they have him sprawled out on the ground, and they've got about a half a dozen cops all either pushing on him or sitting on him, and he's screaming he can't breathe. Mm-hmm. And then cuts away in the news story. All right, so we don't know enough about this to make a firm judgment, but uh, it just lines up with what I just said, that Gascon and a lot of the priority, I think, in his office from these public defenders who are now acting as deputy DAs is focusing on just investigating police for what they do on their job rather than doing more about the criminals that walk amongst you us. You know, that's the thing. It, 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 it's, it's okay to go after the police when they do something abusive or deadly, but also go after all the criminals who are doing terrible things to innocent people. Why can't you do both? Yeah, and make sure they get long prison terms because you don't believe in them. All right, well, our guest next will be Jonathan Hatami, who is officially challenging George Gascon to be L.A. County DA. Johnny Kent, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. 
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Hey, the Moist Line comes back in two days already, so we're still collecting messages. Use the iHeartRadio app, the microphone icon to leave a message directly for the Moist Line, the John and Ken little microphone, or call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86-1-877-664-6464. We are now going to talk to John Hatami, Deputy District Attorney. He's been with the L.A. County DA's office for 17 years, and we've had him on many times. He's done some of the highest profile child abuse cases and prosecuted him successfully in recent years. One of the most outspoken deputy DA's against George Gascon, and now he's decided to run against Gascon in next year's election. So a frequent guest on our show. Let's uh, welcome John Hatami back. How are you, John? Good, good, John and Ken. Thank you so much for having me. Talk about why you made this decision. You know, my children live in this community. Um, my wife's parents live in this community. My wife's a police officer here. Uh, I have neighbors and friends who live here. Um, we've had two years of major increases in violent crime here in Los Angeles. Uh, I'm concerned for the safety of my children. I'm concerned for the safety of your children. I'm concerned for the safety of the community. Uh, I'm not leaving. So many individuals have packed up and left Los Angeles. I'm going to stay here, and I'm going to fight for the safety of my loved ones. And I think the best way to do that is for me to run as district attorney. If George Gascon were not DA, do you think you'd be doing this? Uh, No. Um, I can tell you this. My son, who's in the fourth grade, would be a better district attorney than George Gascon. So, you know, at the end of the day, John and Ken, George Gascon has been an absolute failure 
as a district attorney. Um, I love being a child abuse prosecutor. You guys know that. Uh, I've been doing that a long time. The reason I became a prosecutor was to fight for children. Um, George Gascon has completely destroyed our office and completely destroyed Los Angeles. Um, I was the first one in my office to step forward. I was in the infantry. I believe in leading from the front and leading by example. And when George Gascon tried to manipulate my cases of little kids, little, little, little kids who were tortured and murdered, and he told me not to charge certain allegations and enhancements, um, I wasn't going to stand by and let that happen. God. And so, no, if George Gascon wasn't here, more than likely would not be running for district attorney. Was there interference in either of the two main profile cases most people know about Gabriel Fernandez and Avalos? I mean, or those were older, right? So Gabriel was an older case. I will tell you this, under George Gascon, we had Pearl Fernandez file um, to get her sentence uh, reduced. Uh, and that she did that as soon as George Gascon became DA. And that was shocking to everybody. Um, you know, and he had, he had a policy that said that we had to submit uh, to these 1170-95 motions uh, to allow someone like Pearl Fernandez to have her uh, sentence reduced. And I told George Gascon, absolutely not. I'm not going to submit. We filed a motion, and Judge Lomelli did the right thing and denied it. That was during uh, uh, George Gascon and his you know, blanket policies. But Anthony Avalos, um, he removed uh, capital punishment in that case, uh, even though that case was 100% evidence. Um, he tried to tell us to remove the special circumstance. Uh, which was uh, um, intentional torture. Really? Yes. Um, he wanted to remove I, the, the torture enhancement against Anthony Avalos? That poor kid was dropped on his head repeatedly. Exactly. So he ordered me to go into court and remove that. This was in 2021. Uh, I went in there in front of Judge Kennedy, who was the judge at the time, and refused. And even Judge Kennedy said that she wouldn't have allowed that to happen anyway. But that was based upon George Gascon's directive before we went and filed that lawsuit. And so people don't realize George Gascon's statement of values were on day one. He didn't value victims. He didn't value survivors. He didn't value prosecuting crime. He didn't value hate crimes. Uh, he didn't value uh, um, any, any children as far as protecting them and their safety in this community. He didn't value prosecuting gun violence. Those were his statement of values on day one. And everybody needs to remember that. That's really sick. I'm really stunned by that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's on the record. Because it was a capital punishment case. And so we have the transcripts if, uh, if you want to see it. But uh, And I have the emails because I asked him to come down and talk to me. He refused. I asked him to talk to the detectives. He refused. Uh, I asked him to come talk to the family. He refused. I asked him to even look at the case. He refused to do that as well. And so he had those blanket policies based upon not on facts and not on evidence, just on his, on his political ideology. And can you imagine a little boy named Anthony Avos who was severely tortured for such a long period of time? All the evidence came out in court. Everybody saw it. That individual, George Gaston, is so sick. Uh, he's such a bad individual that he tried to order us to remove the special circumstance in that case. It's really sad. Wow. We believe he'll probably run for re-election next year. I don't see any reason why he won't. Uh, do you think it's going to be a difficult campaign? A lot of L.A. County voters don't tune in to the DA's office. These stories do make the news about all of his outrageous policies, but I don't know if it reaches all of the voters. You're going to have a tough time. And, of course, uh, one of your compatriots is also running, John McKinney, uh, for, for DA. Do you think you guys can make an impact on people? I guess you're, you're aiming at next year's primary. 
Yeah, so the, the, what I'll tell you about that is I'm running against one person, and that's George Gascon, and I'm the only one who can beat him, and we, we are going to beat George Gascon. Um, he's going to run. You know, he's a narcissist. Uh, you know, he, you, you know this. He, he mm. thinks that he's doing the right thing. Um, he's delusional. He's not, um, but he thinks he is. And so he's going to run uh, for re-election, but I'm going to beat him. And how we're going to do that is we're going to get out to Los Angeles County. We're going to talk to the voters. Uh, we're going we're gonna to tell them that here's the thing. I want public safety. I want to make sure my community is safe. But I also agree that we need some reforms as well. But we should never sacrifice public safety to have these reforms. When individuals are committing serious crimes, those individuals need to be held accountable. There are some other crimes where people make mistakes. And if we can help them and they want to be rehabilitated, we're going to do that. But we also need to tell people we need to follow the law. Enough about following politics. I'm not a politician, John and Ken. I'm a, I'm a prosecutor and I'm a dad. Um, but I think we need more individuals willing to step up and step forward and say they're willing to lead Los Angeles uh, to a better community. And I think that our, our vision is going to resonate. Are, are you braced for these activist groups coming at you the way they went after Jackie Lacey a few years ago? I mean, they really, uh, really caused a huge issue in her private life. And a lot of that was about race, that uh, the criminal justice system disproportionately punishes people from black and Latino communities. The whole system has to be overturned, blah, blah, blah. I mean, here's the thing I'll say about that. Um, you know, I served seven years in the United States Army. Um, you know, I know how to protect myself. Um, I run downtown three or four times a week. I run to Echo Park and back. Um, it's my community. I'm not going to allow anybody to bully me or push me around. Um, you know, uh, I hate to tell people, but if you try to throw an egg at me or do anything like that, um, yeah, it's going to be on. Um, I'm not going to allow anybody to do that. I think that's totally disrespectful. But I'll respect people as well, too. And so if people have different opinions and different ideas, I'm really willing to listen to them. I'm willing to collaborate with one another. I'm willing to talk to people. But no, you won't be disrespecting me. Uh, you won't threaten my family. Uh, you won't threaten my children. Uh, you won't threaten me. Um, that's just not appropriate. And, it's, and and I'm the type of person that will stand up for myself. Um, just like I stand up for the kids in my cases. Um, I, I am, I'm that type of person. And just like I'd stand up for the community uh, as a district attorney, you need to stand up and fight against bullies. George Gaston is a bully. Some of these protesters are bullies. And I'm not going to allow that to happen. Yeah, and I think the public, more of the public, needs to understand that people are prosecuted because of what they did, the crime they committed. It's got nothing to do with any personal characteristics. It's the action they took to harm somebody else or murder somebody else. You're exactly 100% correct. You know, district attorneys aren't there when these things happen. We, we get the information after the fact. And so if, if people want to protest me, I, I wasn't there when these things happened. I'm just getting the evidence and information after the fact. And for the most part, John, I prosecute people who torture and murder children. Uh, I would hope most people are for that. Um, and so, you know, I'm going to bring that same type of passion to helping individuals as well. I've been in trouble before as a kid. Um, I went to Silmar. Doesn't, doesn't mean I'm a horrible person. Um, and, and, you know, what, what happens is people make mistakes. That's okay. Uh, we want to help people who make mistakes. But you shouldn't protest individuals or try to hurt people or try to threaten people because they have different viewpoints than one another. That, that's why we serve in the military. That's why we have such a great country. We can have people that have different opinions and ideas, and you don't need to attack anybody or come to their front lawn or, you know, threaten them or do anything like that. You know, people get to vote. Uh, and at the end of the day, we believe that our, our uh, um, 
you know, our mission is, is to resonate with voters and to get out and to tell them, you know, that I, I, I am going to be the best district attorney that Los Angeles can have. If people want to join your campaign, contribute, uh, what's the website? So I'm asking people to support me. I'm asking for people's vote. Uh, and I'm asking for people, if they can, to volunteer and if they can, uh, to donate if they're able to do that. My website is www.jonathanhatami, J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N, Hatami, H-A-T-A-M-I dot com. One word. And so, you know, I, I need people to join me in this fight for justice. We're all in this fight for justice together. And I have a message for George Gaston. Uh, he better have his uh, books and everything else that he has in that office. I know he doesn't have much packed up and ready to go because we are taking the people's office back. And, and I hope people join me. I hope people are willing to volunteer uh, and to donate if they can at www.jonathanhatami.com. Thank you I so will be much. talking to you a lot over the next year, I'm sure, Jonathan. Good to talk to you again. And uh, Anytime you want to come we're on. We're excited that you're running. Yeah. Thank you so much, Johnny Ken. And I appreciate all you do. Uh, especially during the two years that we had such a high increase in crime. It's still been going on, but it, it was pretty bad for a while. And you guys stepped forward, and you were really helpful with the community. And I, I really appreciate what you do for the community and what you have done for a lot of abused and neglected children. Thank you so much. Thank you. We're going to keep fighting with you. L.A. County Deputy DA Jonathan Atami, currently assigned to the Complex Child Abuse Unit at the Hall of Justice, and he's handled thousands of child physical and sexual abuse cases the trials of Gabriel Fernandez was actually a Netflix true crime documentary. And John, of course, was the prosecutor in the case of the murderers of little Gabriel Fernandez. More coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere. The iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Coming up after 3 o'clock, we'll discuss, and this won't be the first time, a bill in Sacramento that can't get anywhere to go after... Dealers of deadly fentanyl. Uh, If you sell somebody a pill that contains fentanyl and they die of an overdose, you're going to get a big warning. But the next time, they could go after you with homicide charges. This bill does not get anywhere in Sacramento. And most recently, it was killed by the Senate Public Safety Committee. We're going to talk to uh, the man who inspired the creation of the original bill. And his name is Matt Capilouto. His daughter, Alexandra, they call this Alexandra's Law, died after unknowingly ingesting fentanyl a few years back. So uh, we've had him on before when the bill died the first time. It came back this time with a Democratic sponsor, and it died again. We don't understand why. It's coming up after 3 o'clock on the John and Kent Show. Well, it's time to talk to the vegan that walks around on the John and Ken Show and ask her if she would like to host the feud dinner experience. What's that? F-U-D-E with the two little dots over the U like it's German. Yeah. They want you to pronounce it food, though. Don't say feud, like a feud between two people. Well, Deborah, it's apparently hot in New York City, and it's a gathering of women who eat vegan food naked. Uh, I think I'll, I'll pass on that. Thanks, though. <laughs> They're your people. They're my people, but you, no, you, I'm not going to. You find you have a lot naked, in common. Yeah, no. A naked vegan dinner party. No. With a bunch of strangers. It cost $88 in New York City. Uh, you do have to pr- get an application approved. 
They don't just take you off the street. Right, they have to check out your body and make sure I, that you're you know, hot. I bet you they do. <laughs> I hear it's I described they're, they're as... They're not letting a, any fatties into that uh, party. No way. A liberating space that celebrates our most pure selves through plant-based cooking, art, nudity, and self-love. You'll be Tom there Mike. engaging in breathing exercises. And this particular dinner party that the New York Times, I guess, did the story on included a very special theme, Deborah Mark, mm -hmm. menstruation. <laughs> oh, God, what the heck? Wait a second. It, the, the, wait, the theme... You're supposed to have your period and be naked and be eating vegan One woman food? did, and they were quite excited by it. Oh, my God. This is One sick. woman did what? She was menstruating during the party. Ew! <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on! It gets better. <laughs> no, Ken! No. Some of the women talked about how they finger paint with their menstrual oh, bras. No, no, God. no, 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 finger paint. That's correct. <laughs> the theme, and here's uh, the exact title, and embracing. He was, a, he, he was encouraging you to go. Yeah, I know, Ken. Who, where, uh, what kind no, of woman do you I, think I am? I want you to host your own party because you're a real vegan rebel. Uh, no, this is beyond anything I would ever comprehend. God. The you women, do not know me, Ken. The women who attended this said it was a good way to connect with their bodies. They enjoyed the fact that it was a naked and party. And their bodily emissions? Yes, here is the exact theme. Embracing your inner rhythms for individuals to connect with their menstrual cycles. After an hour of mindful movement and breath work, the women squeezed around a dining table covered in silk, dried flowers, and butt-shaped water glasses and discussed their periods. Oh, my God. And discussed them? They did, yes. While they're eating? Uh, yes. Well, John, it is natural. I, I think Deborah Mark is going to like the but, menu. Do you want to hear it? Sure. Courses of carrot and ginger soup, mm -hmm. quinoa stuffed bell peppers. Ooh, I love that. And cacao raspberry avocado mousse. Oh, she's, she's, oh that is see, wonderful. Okay, you, can wait, I just get the food and go just, home? That sound, you that just sound was sexual. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really. It wasn't Dude, it? I it was gasping. That. <laughs> That's a dessert. Uh-huh. Um, so the women apparently were told to um, share a word that summarize their relationship with their periods. <laughs> Do you have a word or? No. <laughs> no, this is. It's, it's, it's. <laughs> They're giving vegans a bad name. Is this what vegans do? No, it's, no. Well, Maybe crazy vegans. Well, I've never Not heard this. Ones. I'm a quiet vegan, believe I, I, me. I never heard compared of Compared to these people. I don't hear meat eaters gathering together. Well, you never know what they do. <sighs> this may catch on. This sounds be... like the whole fruit foods crowd. It I does see mention the that there are similar parties in LA uh, to this where people gather and eat nude. And oh, my God. Did you see the list of topics? I'll tell you, you what. You can't get a man in there unless the person is known and pre-screened. They don't want men to come. This is what talk. I'm going to do for oh, you, no, Ken. I'm going to do this. If if somebody is hosting a party and they want me to interview and get sound for the show and I will be fully clothed. No sound. Then I will do that. But well, I'm not this is partaking. radio, John. What else would it do? Exactly. No sound. Video? I mean, you can't see this it. This was the in radio. the New York Times. The New York Times did something. Did you see the list of, of topics they discussed? Disasters uh, in white jeans. Well, Again, yeah, that can be. The theme, right? Yeah. Menstrual periods. Period yeah. sex. Yeah. yeah they, uh, some guys are into it, the and some aren't. Finger painting with their blood. A few yes. said they'd like to try that.
Two women brought up the finger painting, and other women said, yeah, I'd like to do that. Well, they're trying to take away the stigma and the shame associated with menstruating that some people uh, all go, oh, they want to say it's just natural. It's a part of your body. It's a part of life. So let's paint with it. <laughs> One of them expressed frustration that her cycle was not synced with the moon. Uh, I never I never expressed frustration over that. Would she want to howl at it? <laughs> Wow. Don't be making fun of people on their periods, John. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you talk about groups of women you never want to date, <laughs> let alone marry. Sorry it had right to be here. vegans, Deborah, but it's vegans. Yeah, I, I, can, don't, of I don't care what they look like. I wouldn't want to. These are Gwyneth Paltrow's. Yes. That's, well, maybe she's the host of these parties. She would be the host. Well, this this was probably... a woman, a, a model, but an artist and model by the name of Charlie Ann Max hosted this dinner experience. <sighs> I'm traumatized. <laughs> All right, well, we'll take a break. When we come back, we're going to be talking uh, to a man named uh, Matt Capaluto. He lost his daughter, Alexandra, to an overdose. She was looking for opioids and ended up ingesting fentanyl, and uh, she died. I think she was on a break from college. And uh, he has spearheaded an effort in California in the legislature in Sacramento uh, to do something about it. And it's all about going after dealers who supply young people with uh, drugs laced with fentanyl. And the first time someone dies, you get a warning, but the next time you could be charged with homicide. This bill, and it's repeated tries, is getting nowhere in Sacramento. More coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Only vegans. Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high-quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 for 20% off your first order.